Greetings, Bulldogs, and welcome to today's episode of the 1020 Dogcast, where we hope to give you quality content in 10 to 20 minutes. And today's lesson on this uh, on this Friday uh, is just to talk about uh, how our students can take ownership of their educational experience. But before we do that, we're going to go around the room and introduce ourselves and our role here at New Albany. I'm Miss McGarvey. I'm the counselor for the class of 2026. I'm Miss Singleton, and I'm the counselor for the um, cohort 2024. I'm Mary Beth Hackman. I'm assisting with the class of 2024, and I'm also the English language learner counselor, and I am your credit recovery interventionist. Woohoo! I'm Mrs. Spainauer. I'm the counselor for the cohort 2025. I'm Mrs. Miles, and I'm the counselor for the cohort 2027. Outstanding. Well, like I said at the beginning, tonight or tonight, uh, today's episode is just about taking ownership of your educational experience because sometimes students, when you're in high school, sometimes you feel like you're just kind of like a victim of your circumstance. You're just you're told what to do. You're told what classes you need to take. You're just kind of like going along, but that's not what we want you to do. We want you to take ownership. So, Ms. Hackman, what are some ways that students can take ownership of their educational experience? Well, Mr. Bobbitt, thank you for asking. My favorite phrase is, when your Chromebook is charged, you are taking charge of your future. Kids, it all starts with if you do not come to school with a charged Chromebook or do not have a charger, that's going to impact your ability to be successful that day, that week, or that school year. So it's important to be prepared. The next thing is getting to school on time. You know, every day I go outside of my office. I greet many who are in line at door one. Oh, Miss Carol has a good time with that, doesn't she? Well, I guess <laughs> yeah. so. She gets yeah. to know a lot of names. Yes, yeah. But it's important to be here on time. One day you're going to have an employer that's going to expect you to show up on time. You know, especially if you have to punch a time clock, it's going to tell whether you're on time or not, and that can impact employability. So being prepared, you know, here at school, most students know we can supply anything that you need. Um, if you need folders, if you need pencils, if you need paper, graph paper, poster board, there's a lot of things that we can help you take care of. But that Chromebook and that charger, that seems to be a problem with many, so it's important to come prepared. Good stuff. Uh, Ms. Miles, anything to jump on there? Yes. Um, I would say that the biggest thing for taking control of your education is making sure you're asking for help when you need it. So kind of going off of what Ms. Hackman says, we can provide almost anything really you need. All you need to do is ask and we can figure out how we can help you. Um, something to keep in mind while you're a student here at New Albany is that we're all your team here. Um, you know, you have your counselor, your administrator, and all of your teachers, and you know, so, much, so many more individuals here that are staffed here at New Albany that are willing to help you. So just be sure you're reaching out and, and you know, we can't know what you need unless you ask us. I, I would like to add part of that is yeah. an important thing is to get in the habit of checking your email. So we, as adults, we check our email all day long and it's just a good habit. We send, counselors send out a lot of information. Um, every, like just all information comes out through email. So, you know, that's a good way to contact your counselor, your administrator, your teachers, anybody. And, but if you're not checking it, you're gonna miss out on a lot of important information and deadlines. Mm -hmm. And one thing I'll add to that, Mrs. Spainer, is kids, when a lot of you say, hey, my Chromebook doesn't work. Well, it's been dead for four days, what do I do? There's that incident report that you can do. You can fill out a tech a ticket and somebody will be right on it, usually the same day, if not probably that hour. But don't sit there and not have an operating device. 
and, and cause yourself to fail. Because what we find is, I think a lot of kids don't fail because of ability. They failed because they don't do the work. Right. And another thing, going off of that, but talking about the emails that you're getting, you're getting a daily announcement, and or you can check that Google Doc, and that has a ton of daily information. It has tutoring options in there, just different activities and different deadlines that are are current and up to date with what's going on. And if you're not checking that, you're missing out. So what I'm hearing right now is <coughs> you all talking about better habits, right? Yes. So... I think sometimes that gets lost, not only with, with high school students, but with, with us ad- adults, and I'm doing finger quotes, because students, you are adults, right? Is we are our habits, and I'm not trying to get deep here, but um, if we think about this, students, it's it's the little decisions. I mean, if you, if you ever notice, and I'm not picking on anybody, but sometimes like the same people are always on the struggle bus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's something to be said with that, right? Yep. Um, so... Ms. Singleton, what are some ways that our students can start creating better habits with their time management, with their follow through, with asking for help? What are some things that you, uh, that they can do, uh, in your opinion, to to improve their habits? Mm-hmm. I think first you need to have that, what's your inspiration, mm. you know, to have that drive of figuring out what your habits should be. Um, like my inspiration is to get a high school diploma. Yeah. So, um, you know, all of your counselors have created a graduation plan for you. So, um, and you all have access to that through your um, Google Doc. Uh, I'm sorry, through your Google Drive. Um, and take, get to familiar with that. Um, find that inspiration. You know, I want to get my high school diploma because then I want to go on and I want to be um, a teacher or I want to be, you know, what is your goal at the end of this high school experience. And then um, from there, that's gonna inspire you to start creating daily habits, maybe um, setting your alarm uh, a little bit earlier so you can get to the class on time in the morning. Um, Maybe put the phone on the other side of the bedroom so you have to get up and walk over and turn off the alarm. Yes. things like that to help with attendance or maybe you need a planner you've never used a planner before but you need something maybe you're a paper pencil person so you need to start writing your assignments down and um, different things like that that then you can start to incorporate and if you have the drive behind it then those habits become more natural boom and and now i am going to get deep because one of my favorite quotes and you all have heard me say this a lot uh, is what you are to be you are becoming uh, and my seniors have to hear that often and, and I share with them that, like, look, like, if you want to be a teacher, if you want to be an engineer, if you want to be whatever, like, that process starts now. It, LeBron James didn't wake up and become LeBron James, right? There was a process. He had to go to practice. He had to do things. So if you start thinking of, of the, through the way of, like, I, whatever I want to be when I leave here, I want to go into HVAC. I want whatever it is. Like, I've got to start setting those good habits now uh, in order to make that happen. Miss um, McGarvey, sophomores, what are some, some ways that they can improve their habits? Big thing is, like Miss Banner said, is checking your email, checking it at least once a day, guys. Every one of you should know how to access your email easily at this point. And if for some reason you don't, that's when you need to ask. And any adult in this building will happily show you. Look at your grad plan first with any questions you have. 90% probably of the information that you are curious about is right there on the grad plan. Your credit count, your GPA, what classes are left for you, what classes are coming up, which ones you finished, everything's right on there. Also, 
your why should be on there. You should have at this mm. point, hopefully, given me a career goal, whatever it is. If it's unknown, then I've told you your job now is to start thinking in general terms. What do I want to do with my life? Do I want to work outside? Do I want to work with my hands? Do I want to be at a desk and not have to talk to anybody and just work on my computer and be left alone? And that's valid. Yeah, sure. Do I want to be out with people? Do I want to work in a hospital? But can I handle the side of blood? All of those things. That's now your job to be thinking about because then that can help pick the next classes, pick the next steps. Once we know where you want to get to, even if it's eight different areas, that's okay. We can then start working backwards to say, okay, well, as a sophomore, then what do I need to do? Yeah. And yep. we got to get to school on time. We got to do our work. We got to ask for help when we need it. And those that are doing well and rocking it, because there's a lot of you that are doing awesome, you need to keep doing that and looking toward the future and researching which schools might have your degree path. Researching what job certifications you might need. If it's not a college degree, that's okay too. But what certification do you need to be able to do that job and how do you get there? Yeah, I love that you just touched on the um, exploration part of it. Because mm -hmm. students, if you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, and, and heck, even the seniors, it may feel sometimes like you're the only one that doesn't have it all figured out, but most people do not, <laughs> right? Absolutely. And it's okay to use uh, the curriculum that is offered in these walls to explore, yeah. right? I mean, you can you can try out ROTC to see if you want to go military, and you can get into radio to see if you want to do media. And, and maybe it's for a semester or maybe it's for a year, and you're like, you know what, this isn't for me, but at least I know that now, mm -hmm. right? Now, one of the things that you also mentioned and I've heard mentioned a couple times is email. And we all are, are victim of this. Sometimes email can become overwhelming. There's a lot. And sometimes because of um, it, it's come at us so fast and w in such high volume that it's, it, it's difficult to organize it. So, Ms. McGarvey, you're one of the most organized people I know. Uh, so what are some organization tips as far as your, the student's email that they can maybe uh, implement so that they can better get a hold of it? I know my email is overwhelming and I have seen student emails and it is overwhelming because you get all of the notifications from Google Classroom. I'm a fan of folders in Gmail. And so maybe you set a folder for each class and you have an English 10 folder, you have a geometry folder, you have a science, whatever, whatever your classes are. And in that day when you're checking your email, you move any Google Classroom announcement into its proper class folder. And then maybe five minutes of that class period at the end, if you have free work time, you're looking in that English folder for any announcements that were put through. When you've read them, it's open and done. Um, and then anything like daily announcements, you check it, you delete it. If it's something you have to keep doing, keep it in your inbox. But the more you can get out of your inbox and into folders, I think the easier it is to stay on top of things. Good stuff, Ms. Miles. I was also going to say that if you're one of those kids out there, um, or a teacher, or a counselor, because that might be me, and you have 248 unread emails, that's okay. We can work through it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> but I did see that today whenever I was helping a kid, you know, figure out how to go through their Gmail. It was overwhelming. That mm -hmm. happened today that we had 248 unread emails for a student and we had to work through and that's okay. And we figured out the folder thing. So that was another thing. We didn't know how to do the folder thing. If you don't know how to do that, come see your counselor or even all, you know, teachers, staff, anybody, we can help you figure out how to maneuver that as well. That's a, that's mm -hmm. a good task to have. When, yeah. when you're in the, the, the deep hole, when you have that many new emails, I'm a big fan of doing the initial skim through and check mark any that are junk. 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. Skim through real quick and, th- and you know, things that are several months old, we can probably just don't go ahead and delete those and start fresh, but go through and like, okay, these five emails from these, edu- these companies that are just spamming me with sales ads, which hopefully wouldn't be your school email, but could be. Yeah. You can go ahead and automatically delete those and get rid of those. And that gets rid of a bunch a lot of times. And sometimes that brings a lot of relief in itself, just mm-hmm. getting rid of all that clutter. Seeing that number go down. Yeah. <laughs> right. Such a relief. I think this is the perfect time to start. We're at the beginning of a new nine weeks. Mm-hmm. And so it's a good time to start this nine weeks fresh as far as, you know, being able to go through your emails. It's a good time. It's This semester is going to be over before you know it. But we're at the beginning of a new nine weeks second quarter and it's a good time opportunity to start yeah miss miles yeah a couple things too i was thinking about is that we all also have our own google classrooms for your cohorts if you don't know about that this is me telling you about it right now the class codes the class codes for it is on our daily announcements that is sent to your email so if you would check that out we also post great information on there very helpful tips tools um, new things going on that you want to be a part of for sure and then also taking control of your education, sign up for WIN. Sign up for WIN, mm-hmm. okay? Get on Enriching Students, check it out, see where you need to go, prioritize what's important for that week for you to get done, and use that tool. I was going through today because I was signing some kids up for PSAT registration things, and I noticed that a lot of students weren't signed up for their WIN and using it. So if you're confused and you don't know how to use that either, that's also what we're here for. You know, if you are like, I still don't know what WIN is, that's okay. You know, we're getting into the nine weeks, but. We don't know unless you ask for help to get you on the right foot for that. And with WIN, I strongly encourage you to go to teachers. Don't go to the independent study halls. Even if you have awesome grades, go to a teacher because they can. even the, those rooms are most of the time better set up and ready to help students, whether you need help or not. And you could be the person in the room that then starts helping the peers, which Mm -hmm. is huge because then you can show that you've learned it and you can teach it, which further cements your education. There's there's two things I want to jump in uh, right there is is first is, is that piece, right? Sometimes our students who are excelling, sometimes our students who are doing really well may not think about the opportunity they have um, to, to go and like, um, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is when you're at the university level, it's the people who are in the academic resources and the tutoring mm-hmm. are the ones that are doing well. Yes. Like it's the students mm-hmm. who are the A students and B students who are trying to get more and more more assistance. Um, to, to wrap it up, uh, any other tips or tricks that our students could implement to take ownership of their educational experience? I was just going to throw in there too. If you feel like at win time is not enough and you need a little bit more TLC, uh, to after school tutoring every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, I think it's two thirty to four thirty B through or C B three sixteen. Yep. So and there is always a math and English teacher there. So there's mm-hmm. always at least those two subjects. And then oftentimes there's other teachers that stay to help too, free of charge. Boom. So um, what you're saying is that during when in the afternoon tutoring there are options, right? Plenty of options. You know who else has good options? Legacy Pizza. Legacy Pizza, the proud sponsor <laughs> of the 1020 Dogcast. We appreciate their support. I think that about does it for today. Students, listen, your counseling department, we're here for you. Uh, you have questions. Um, remember to think of everything as this is just a part of the process, even asking for help. Uh, we are here to help you and to get you wherever it is that you need to go. Uh, but I think that does it for today's episode of the 1020 Dogcast, where hopefully you got quality content in 10 to 20 minutes.